poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad Wilson. And today is Tuesday, which means it is a tactical day, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Chai. John, what up, sir? How are you doing, Brad? Doing quite well. I cannot complain. Just pumped to be here on this For another forehand special another forehand special it's a beautiful day and forehand spe- how long like how many episodes in a row can we do forehands before it stops becoming special and then what happens when we revert back to two is it an unspecial tactical tuesday no two will be two will become special once we've mm. like the two episodes for you know the, the two hand episodes for a couple months and then people will be like wow you guys went so in depth into these two hands like that was great like you guys should do that more often i see gotta keep that's the, the audience guessing yes yeah. that's <laughs> always have the audience guessing and have no idea what to expect from episode to episode that's how you keep them interested <laughs> <laughs> um do we have a theme for we do have a theme facing a donk bet. All right. Facing a donk bet. This is, I don't know if we've done this theme before. I don't think we have, but I don't, I don't think we have either. Um, you know, I think have a course called neutralized flop leads, uh, and also comes with neutralized turn leads and neutralized river leads and basically deals with facing donk bets when the fish, uh, is doing the donk betting. Um, so yeah, I guess trying not to give away all of our proprietary information by having the donk bets on Tactical Tuesday. But today no. is the day. A lot of these are actually regs, shockingly, which is why I need so okay. much help because I know I know I know what I'm doing versus the fish because of the the nuffle neural and nuddle courses that you can get on CPG.com. But yeah, yeah, there are there aren't reg versions of those courses yet. Yeah, regs are trickier. Less data. <laughs> Regs don't donk as much. Um, regs just don't donk as much in general. So let's look at these four hands. Well, two hands pre-break, two hands post-break. Um, hand number one looks like you open the button. Everybody folds to you. You open the button with the ace of diamonds, king of clubs. So ace, king, offsuit. And the small blind calls. And the small blind has a broken stack. And so I guess now is the question... Are you sure that these are against regs? Not not all of them are against regs. Okay, this one, is, this this one is, doesn't seem to be very regs. This, this one's just a warm up. This one's like a, a okay, okay, a just, gimme. Yeah, all right, just greasing us up. So six eight nine, uh, two tone six nine of hearts is the flop, and the eight of spades. You do not have a heart or a spade, and our opponent donks. Forty dollars into seventy. So decision point numero uno. Um, actually, this hand was in a peony 
that I recorded, um, I think like a week ago or like 10 days ago or something like that. And I think you can, the, what my exact words on the flop and the turn actually are just like, well, I have two overs. I'm just going to call and see what happens. Maybe I have the best hand sometimes. Like there are, you know, plenty of draws that you know, ace king high is going to be ahead of on, on nine, eight, six, two tone. Um, also, we could just, you know, win sometimes when they when they check the turn or the river or something like that. So my plan here was just to peel and see what happens on the turn and river. Yeah, you have like one of these kind of piecemeal equity quilts where you have equity in a bunch of different ways, but you don't really know how much equity you have. And yeah. so you're kind of guessing like ace king high can just have equity you know it could just be the best hand right and then like if you hit an ace or a king that's going to give you some equity um on you know specific runouts uh if fill in checks you've got some fold equity there if you if you want to stab um if they bet the flop in the turn and then check the river um sometimes you can check back sometimes you can bet so like basically you have a lot of different avenues or paths to victory uh it's just a matter of kind of you know putting all those pieces of the quilt together um which requires some guesswork because uh, yeah. I think this yeah. is, yeah. I think you brought up a good, like one really good point that I sort of neglected that, that there are like downstream bluffing opportunities with Ace King. I think there are some, mm, at least to me, like situations that feel clear when let's say the small blind, the fish donks the flop, the turn is like a, you know, a brick. Let's say it's like a deuce. They donk the turn again. And then the rivers like completes one of the massive draws on the flop, like a 10 or a, or a five or a heart or a seven or something like that and then they check i think that that's like a very commonly occurring situation where i am planning on bluff catching with a hand like ace king or a hand like pocket threes or something like that and then the river just completes you know 100 draws and then they check and it starts feeling like okay maybe now i need to start trying to fold out top pair or mid pair or something like that yeah i mean even a turn jack or queen right like a turn right, jack right. or queen is yeah. also like they bet small in the turn then they check the river like it's going to be quite unlikely that ace king high is the best hand at this point and you'll need to bluff so yeah again there's just a lot of different future scenarios but i wouldn't fold ace king high on the flop i'm pretty confident that you can turn a profit by yep. continuing in some fashion so you do continue in the normal fashion turn is a four of clubs so flop was six eight nine with the six nine of hearts turns four turns a four of clubs which is an effective blank uh you still have ace king high and our villain bets half pot and here we are on the turn in a similar situation to the flop where nothing really changed but i don't think our plan has really changed either I mean, I said it before, I pretty much said the same thing on the flop and the turn. I have two overs, maybe the best hand sometimes. If I don't have the best hand, sometimes I can make the best hand on the river. Sometimes win versus check. Uh, but he doesn't check. Yeah, so the river's a five, four, five, six, eight, nine, and villain bets two thirds. So four liner, your the John special, <laughs> your favorite. Um, I don't really imagine you can do anything but fold now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, i'm pretty sure i wanted i'm pretty sure my first thought was to fold here again in the pne &E, I, I i rewatched this hand and i like the first thing i do is like move my mouse over the fold button mm -hmm. as soon as you know as soon as this this 220 comes out on the river and the four liner gets there um i think there's just tons of hands that are really normal for fish to donk just like all the six sevens seven eights nine sevens maybe even just naked seven x um 
that now gets there. Um, but then I start, you know, the optimistic John comes out. You know, there's Queen 10, there's Jack 10, there's Hearts. King 10? Why yeah, not? King 10. Ace 10? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, all the 10x, actually. I can yeah. find the optimist in me as well. Yeah. Um, I think you also have, like, you know, kind of a bajillion D combos of 7x yourself that on the river here. Ah, wait, wait, that's, any that's, pair. How is that optimistic? Range. I mean, it's not up. That's the, this is the reality. You know, you, you have like just hands that can call and I don't know that you need to call with ace king high, but I, I would just fold the river personally on the four liner, but they are going to have queen 10, jack 10, ace 10, king 10 sometimes. Okay. Here's, here's another question. Would you rather face check on the four liner than bet then? Like, uh, yeah. I'll if I face check, then I would bet for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I would I, I would rather face check, yes. If I'm gonna fold facing a bet, then I would rather face check so that I could bluff. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know how much of this is like also a spot where, you know, we wouldn't expect them to thin value bet anything on the river. I guess that's not a straight. And so that you know you know there's sometimes when you're playing versus a fish and you're happier to see a bet with a bluff catcher than you are to see check. I mean they could, this have, could be one they could of them. turn a pair into a bluff here. Like sure, sure. Kind yeah. of kind of easily yeah. they could have just been betting like a five or just like some random five on the flop who knows a six king six like yeah who knows um, well anyways the optimist in me prevails on the river thank god yeah. the optimist prevails and the optimist finds the queen 10 well done optimist john <laughs> i don't know how the rest rest of your life is going to go but this one hand <laughs> went very well for you sir Let's see hand number two. And we're working in a video replayer, so have to wait for it to catch up. Hand number two looks like you have nines. You want to break down the action? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the cutoff is a some sort of reg in this hand. Um, definitely, definitely not a fish. He opens to $20. I have pocket nines on the button. Um, villains in the cutoff. I three bet, I assume, to 70. Yep. Cutoff calls. So we go heads up to four, three deuce, two tone. Um, for what it's worth, there are two hearts on the flop. I have the nine of hearts and the nine of spades. 155 in the middle. We're pretty deep, about 130 big blinds effective. I start out with a half pot C bet. This is going to be this or maybe a little bit bigger is going to be the size that I see bet on these hold, boards. Hold on. So we said flop. Donks was the theme, and not flop donks, just donks. Oh, just donks. Not all these are flop donks. Not the flop. All right, so I was really confused here. I was like, they're against flop donks on the flop versus regs. Hand number one's against a fish, and hand number two, the we have to sell nuttle, neural, and nuffle. We can't, we can't do that if we only look at flop donks. I see. I see. Versus (laughs) regs and three bet pots, so they don't even apply. But (laughs) please buy it. Um. Okay, so turn is a tray. So flop I have was, pot get called, yeah. Yeah, you 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 bet half pot, they call. Flop was deuce tray four with a tray four of hearts. Turn is a tray of clubs. So now the board is deuce tray four tray with a deuce tray of clubs, tray four of hearts. Villain donks fifty. John has an overpair pocket nines. Uh, villain bets fifty into 300 and i can see your action because the video is very fast but 
I guess, tell me about this decision right here. I, I was taken aback by the turn donk. Did not, didn't expect it. I don't know if this is like a supposed to be a thing or not. Um, it seems a little bit wild on a three, which is sort of, it doesn't really change the texture of the board at all. The flop was four, three, deuce, turn three. I don't think the cutoff has very many, if any, threes that call a three bet out of position. Maybe a hand like ace three suited does that. Maybe pocket threes, I guess. That's that's one combo of, of three X that he has. But I was surprised to see this donk on this card and wasn't really sure what to make what to make of it. Yeah, it looks like you decided to raise, which is I guess ultimately what you made of it. Just mm-hmm. gonna raise. I think I'm I'm actually not sure. You know, this is kind of a strange outlier scenario. Um, this like one sixth one sixth turn donk here on the tray. Villain doesn't have a lot of trays, like you said, doesn't really change the equity distribution uh a ton. Um, it does feel like it could be some kind of small overpair. It could be some kind of flush draw with overcards, um, just like blocking the turn effectively. Yeah. Uh that is like the most natural hand. It could also be, you know, like ace five or some kind of slow play, big hand on the flop that just didn't want to raise for whatever reason. And then it's like trying out some wacky uh, alternative path to getting the money in like tiny on the turn and then like overbet jam river or some, some kind of line. Yeah. I actually, I was leaning towards what this guy was doing. Uh, I was leaning towards the former, the first sort of scenario you described where I thought it was, probably just like a lot of small overpairs and maybe like turned flush draws and stuff like that trying to set a really good price for themselves on the turn and somewhat freeze the action so that's why i raised the turn i thought that you know i could raise here and probably just check back a lot of rivers most rivers all rivers that aren't a nine or three or something like that um it's not going to be a lot of clean rivers for you i mean a tray a tray a deuce a four probably the ones and then mm-hmm. seven eight that are not clubs or hearts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not yeah. too many um so anyways that's sort of what i thought was going on that's why i decided yeah, to raise yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it makes sense and i don't really want to go down the rabbit hole of like what happens if fill in bet three bets you do have some depth here that would be yeah. that would be another interesting node that rarely gets to um yeah. the turn turn bet jam uh yeah again i don't want to go down that rabbit hole <laughs> if you bet jam the turn this would be a two-hand tactical tuesday <laughs> Let's just, we'll put it that way gotcha gotcha <laughs> um river's an ace of clubs so completes a four-liner and the backdoor flush draw and i just have to believe you're getting donked on the river here it doesn't i thought it was going to happen again for sure it on this should river. happen i think I think this this river card is just. Ugh. Well, we don't. We just don't know what is what the cutoffs range or strategy is. So we don't. Much. But I mean, this just feels like their card, right? Right. Like, like a guy who's gonna donk like a random three. Yeah. Pass like, the donk like the backdoor flush completing four liner over card, right? <laughs> you would think, um, pocket fives or something like that, right? Like, yeah. just. All right. Goes check check and. 
You lose the ace queen off. Okay. Any thoughts on how this was played from cutoff? I, I was this, this was not one of the hands that I was expecting to see. On it's the weird. River. My yeah. first thought is that it's kind of odd. Um, generally a four bet pre, but hmm. oh, maybe it, maybe it's actually not bad. Yeah, I'm they, always they don't have a heart. They don't have a heart or a club, so that's probably right. good. Like they're, as you said, kind of freezing the action by betting small in the turn, like a blocker size. I don't know. I don't think it's the worst. Like it, I'm actually kind of. That's what I think too. Kind of on board. Like, oh, this 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 looks like a pretty cool little little find by the villain. Yeah. Well, as soon as I got over my tilt from getting river, I was like, hmm, this is. That's actually kind of cool. No club, no heart. Like, yeah, you know, if, if people don't raise the turn very often, then that's like, that's great. You sort of ran into, I think, the worst, one of the worst case situations for when he donks the turn. But yeah, and yeah, I mean, I even was... in a worst case situation, right? You still got 20% equity. Like, yeah, you still yeah. have like close to enough equity to just call the turn outright versus right. nine. I mean, <laughs> so not so bad. I'm actually, yeah, I'm impressed. Clever, clever little villain. Let's stick around for the next two hands, see if villains are as clever as this one. See you in a sec. The decision to enter a hand is fundamental to poker strategy. Too tight, and they know what you have. Too loose, and you're easy to run over. Free Flop Bootcamp from Chasing Poker Greatness is a comprehensive guide to locking down your preflop game and creating true range advantage. Eight days of guided training, over 60 optimal ranges, and access to a dedicated community of players that will push your preflop game from a place of weakness to your greatest strength. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash bootcamp. Available now. Before boot camp, I had been playing for maybe 15 years, somewhat seriously, always trying to get better, jumping from learning program to different learning programs and training site to training site. Kind of feeling a little bit lost, not really knowing how to go about getting better. And preflop boot camp just felt like a great starting point, a way for me to to move from being a losing player to, to possibly a winning player. It felt like the right first step. Once you jumped in boot camp, what was your experience like? Well, first off, I realized that I'd been making a lot of mistakes prior to boot camp, kind of learning what rangers should look like and what hands should be played and what situations. You know, it was it was exciting because I I could see what other people had been doing to me, what kind of what I had been missing in my game. And then from there, just the whole camaraderie of everybody that's um, signed up, working together, trying to achieve that goal. You know, that, that was fun. That's uh, pushing each other and really helping uh, one another, kind of feeling like you're a part of a team. It was, uh, it was a great experience. I, I enjoyed the process and I learned a lot. What was your experience like playing cards post bootcamp? It's a totally different experience. You know, it put me in a position to be successful as opposed to always being behind the eight ball and, and playing catch up. Um, I really feel like it's it's the foundation of, of a solid poker game. And uh, since boot camp, I've been able to, to turn a profit and keep building on what I learned there. 
you know, being able to go back into the group and uh, re really work together, even after boot camp was over, it's it's been awesome. What's your sample size of winning post boot camp? I think I have seventy thousand hands played by now. You know, I'm a father and I have a job, so I'm not a, a professional player by any means. That's my sample size. Preflop Bootcamp is the flagship Chasing Poker Greatness training program. If you'd like to dramatically upgrade your preflop game, a new bootcamp launches on the last Saturday of every single month. The price is $199 and your link to join is ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash bootcamp. One more time, that's ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash bootcamp, all one word, or you can click through in the description box of this episode. All right, welcome back to today's Donkalicious Tactical Tuesday. We got two hands coming at you. John, let's dive right into the action hands three and four. This one's a this one's a fish, so it'll apply to neutralized flop leads. Uh, so when you said most of them are against regs, you meant it can't Half. be most. Uh, <laughs> I know that most is off the table. Fish opens to 20 under the gun. I have kings. Easy three bet. Fish calls. Flop is 10-4 deuce two-tone. Fish checks. I start out with a small C bet. I think I could have gone bigger, but... Yeah, I think I like half better. Yeah. Than, than small, but neither here nor there for this episode. Yeah. Oh, face half pot donk on the flush completing, gut shot completing, five of spades turn. Mm hmm. Deuce four five was a flop, or deuce 10, deuce four was the flop, and the turns of five, the flush completer. John has no spade, so just an over pair. Villain bets 125 into. Uh, two fifty four. Okay, so I thought there were a couple ways to go here. Clearly, from <laughs> from the next thing that I do. Yeah, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see his next action. You're still in limbo in the podcast world. Uh, I think flatting here, bluff catching with the kings, planning on calling. You know, almost every river for reasonable sizes. Uh, I think is very normal. Um, maybe the the most standard thing to do. I thought that I could get more value here from some hands that Donk the turn, maybe like a 10 with a spade, maybe like ace of spades, you know, queen of hearts, some, some hand like that, that, uh, just like turns a bunch of equity and, um, for whatever reason, fish just decides to donk with, with their hand like that. I was planning on raising here and folding to a jam if they did jam, which is why I picked a really, really small raise size. He bets to one twenty five thirty three. I make it as small as you can possibly make it and raise <laughs> to 250 66. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I guess, what do you think about my my analysis of the spot and then I think it's great. eventual I think it's really, decisions raise? I think it's really, okay. really good, right? Like, I think that you protect yourself uh, by clicking it. Um, you're not going to face a giant river bet. The villain will give like lots of information, I think, as to the strength of their hand on the turn. So they're going to bet three bet. Um, a lot of their better hands, most of their flushes, I would imagine. Um, you know, they can still call with better hands, like four five or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but even still, I think it's just 
going to be good. And, you know, on a variety of different rivers, you can opt to value bet or you can check back. I, I think there's going to be a lot of rivers too that like maybe a bet doesn't go in um, when a bet otherwise could have went in here on the mm-hmm. turn, like a six, uh, six river, three river, um, things like that. An ace river, obviously four, four spades, probably going to go check, check, no reason to bet. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really a big fan on the multi-purpose use of this raise on the turn. You're getting value from worse hands. Um, shield it, you're shielded against villains bet three bets because you just fold. Um, yeah, it's great. Glad you agree. Fortunately, the hand's not over yet. He doesn't jam, but still, the hand's not over. Sure. He calls it 250-66. Three of hearts on the river, completing a four-liner. The board is now 10-4, deuce, 5-3. There's a 2-3-4-5 four-liner mm-hmm. on board. What's going to happen? <laughs> ah! And you get the half-pot river donk after the turn donk. Classic. This is classic. The donk, the double donk. It's just a classic maneuver by the fish on the four liner too. Is there a course is, somewhere where I can yeah. learn what learn about how to double donk combat this? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> not to my knowledge. I, not the, out the, yet. The, the double double donk is not out yet, but you know, it's a fascinating line. Uh, I feel like I'm just. Um, What's his name? Attenborough watching the wilderness. This is fascinating, <laughs> fascinating line by this fish in the wild. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, I <laughs> on, the, on the four liner, I probably just called because I can't help myself, but I still am like, ah, oh, it just feels, it just feels like I'm melted into a puddle of ooze. But. Like, dude, I told you I had a flush on the turn and you're docking. You don't care. <laughs> like, bro, it flush beats us straight. Don't you know? <laughs> um, plus, like, most of my lower equity raises are may have, like, the ace of spades yeah. and you don't care about it uh, at all. Have you no fear? Why don't you care? <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, I'm not exactly sure what to do versus do- double donk. Um, you don't have a spade who knows if that matters. It probably has, <laughs> has no bearing on whether or not you should call the river or not at all. Um, it's probably like the last data point that you would ever look to prioritize in a scenario such as this. But you don't have a spade, so I would call. <laughs> that, that, that's how I know I'm melting. My brain is melting when I'm, when I'm thinking about this decision and I land on, well, I don't have a spade, so... Honestly, if I had a spade... I'd be like, well, I have a spade, but you know, <laughs> I still want to call. <laughs> so the spade uh, is totally spade irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I mostly like just want to call. Uh, I just melted here. I folded. And we actually, do, we won't even get to see what he has because we don't have whole cards yet for this hand. Mm. Well, that's sad. You didn't mention I really, this last half of that show is a tragedy. No, I really. <sighs> Well, I mean, should we even go on? I feel like it just it's over now. Oh, it gets more tragic. Oh. I mean, not this hand, but the yeah, rest of the show. So yeah, I folded I fold the river. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't believe it. I'm 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 calling with ace king high on the other river, four liner in here. I'm just like Kings, whatever. <laughs> kings is different. Um It's very odd, like it's it's a very odd line. I Honestly, I'm perplexed. Um, blind versus blind. Blind versus blind. 
Everybody folds small blind. You three bet versus small blind open <clears throat> with queens to 100. Looks like you're about 120 bigs deep. So I assume villains are reg. Yeah, everything up to this point, HUD stats, the way this guy had been playing, sizes, everything led me to believe that this guy was a reg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I three bet the normal size pretty with queens, blind versus blind, everything's normal. We're 130 bigs effective or 125 bigs effective to start the hand. Flop is 1099 rainbow, and he does this. Yeah. 200 in the pot, villain donks half pot. Um, okay, first of all, I don't know that half pot donk is supposed to be a thing. Um, yeah, I I'm starting to revise my read that this guy is a, is a reg. But. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but in general, the donks that I have seen are a third on the flop, uh, not the half pot sizing, but... Again, I haven't specifically looked at blind versus blind three, but pot. So at 120 bigs deep, um, I don't think I have. Do I have a raising range? God, queen seems like a bad one to raise, though. Like, Just blocking queen jack and king queen, and yeah, you're blocking their like their their continues with worse. Um, blocking queen 10. I don't know that that matters so much. I don't know. Um, I mean, you have like a bunch of good hands here. So are you just labeling this guy as a fish net? Like, like what, how, like, I feel like that's the first thing we need to decide before even getting to the raise call conversation. Like, I mean, what, what do we label this guy as once they don't really have like a nine X advantage. I mean, like a lot of our like suited nine X is three betting pre. So like we have tens. I yeah. imagine their tens are four betting, and we have aces through jacks, and they we don't have more really nine x than they do. Yeah, because we have yeah. like ace nine off, and they don't. Sure, have sure. Like we yeah. we have some like random offsuit nine, so like we have more nine than them, nine x than them. Um, so I don't really know what to make of it, honestly. Like I, I I'm, I think raising like wouldn't be the end of the world, uh, and I think like, just whenever you have a bunch more equity than them, then I think raising is kind of like just always on the table because like you, your raises are just protected by boats and nine X. So like it makes it difficult mm-hmm. for them to just like go ham with bet three bets. Um, so, I mean, maybe raise get value from 10 X and some like pocket pairs or some like lower straight draws. Yeah. Whatever queen Jack and seven, eight exists. Sure. Jack eight suited, who knows? Yeah. That's actually what I end up doing. I do raise facing the half pot. See, but nice. small raise. Yeah. We didn't really talk X. about sizing. When we didn't. I, I think it's fine, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wouldn't go like super big. Um, villain calls. You make it 250. Villain calls are 711. Oh, thank heaven. In the pot. Flop was 9910. Turn is a tray of diamonds. Putting up backdoor diamonds. And villain donks again. Wow. What? What? These guys just, they yes. have no respect. I think you need to calibrate your who is reg, who is fish profiling. I swear everything up to this point was just clean, fine, you know, no, no eyebrows raised poker from this guy. And just out of nowhere, the, the, the flop donk alone was just like I like fell back in my chair. I was like, "Really? This guy is gonna donk half pot?" Like I, I, I thought you were. I know exactly. I so you were. Here, here's my hypothesis. He had to go to the bathroom, and he asked his partner, "Yo, can you can you play for me Wait, while I go to the bathroom?" And and this is what happened. Like he's 
he's in the bathroom right now using taking a poop and this someone's just clicking the half pot button over and over again <laughs> on his computer <laughs> they're yelling at him from across the house yeah you're in the hand what do I do <laughs> um so with that said I have I mean I like I uh, I guess I just how much does he turn? have behind you want to click maybe we should just I can't see they oh have, he has a lot behind a, okay bunch and you've got not 800 ish yeah i would just jam the turn honestly like i, yeah. I don't I, I think you just get value from like their backdoor flush draws you're always getting stacked by a nine um yeah i think i would just jam the turn yeah i think that's reasonable i did not jam i just called because i'm just you know my brain is still on the floor yeah yeah understood Can't clubs on the river i'm gonna go on a limb and say villain bets <laughs> half pot you think <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Half all pot. pot. <laughs> all the pot. John has five thirty-two left. There's fourteen nineteen in the pot. The river's a king. The board is nine nine ten three king. Uh, I I don't know, but bro, you just get my money for doing. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you're not. I just look at the thing. I'm like, well, I'm getting four to one. I have a pair, and this guy is going crazy with God knows what. Yeah. God knows what. God knows where, honestly. And they have the jack nine off. Yeah. So there you okay. go. They have okay. they have a nine. Yeah. So they open and called a three bet with jack nine off. Donked half pot on the flop. Called a raise. Called donked half pot on the turn. And then jammed the river. Seems like a reg to me. Good read. Probably, probably. Yeah, good read. Good read. <laughs> All right. Well. Just the, just the fish playing, you know, 25, 22. 10% three bet, you know, for like 50 something hands and then just decides to peel the jack nine off and go complete. Dude, this has to be someone in the bathroom and then just, just the random person decides to take over for a hand and oh, poker's so easy. Yeah. Trips and Set me up. Twice. Set me up with my own account. What, yeah. what are we doing with our lives? Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Just comes back from the bathroom, looks at the size of the pot. On the river, he's like, "Jam, what do you got?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but Did you call go. a three bet with Jack Nine offsuit. <laughs> uh, well, they played it well. It was a very profitable poop, and that's how we <laughs> end today's episode of Tactical Tuesday. Thank days you without incident back to zero for listening. Days without incident back to zero. That's all I got. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.